Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. DJ Sammy. It's a take of the Brian Adams song, Heaven. Reminds me of a lot of middle school dances back in the early 2000s. Joe Beamer in four. Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We are talking about kindness. We're talking about getting your point across without negativity, without all the hatred. That seems to have been all over the place in 2019. You know, during the break, I was on Twitter and just some of the stuff, some of the stuff people say to each other, you know, we have lost that respect and we're going to have disagreements. Think about your relationships. Think about your close friends, not even politically. Just think of disagreements you've had. Does it always get nasty? Does it always get personal attacks just over any disagreement? Why does it have to be with politics? And how can we stop it from being this hateful in 2020? Let's go to our friend Ella in West Seneca. Ella, good morning. Good morning. First of all, I am very happy that I can once again say Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, Ella. And uh, I would like to extend that greeting to all the listeners and to you people at WBN for the wonderful work you do. Thank you, Ella, and thank you to wonderful callers as yourself. Thank you. Now, there's a song that's been running through my head the last few days constantly, 
uh, many years ago when my daughter was in high school. It was very popular. I don't remember what our issues were then, but they must have been something like now. And it goes like this. Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. Let there be peace on earth, the peace that is meant to be. With God as our master, peace eternally. Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. I think if we could do that, it would help a lot for 2020. I agree, Ella. I agree. We're going to try to find that song for the bottom of the hour bump, okay? It's a beautiful song. It sounds like it. And like I say, I don't remember what the issues were back there. I was busy being a homemaker and taking care of my family and uh, wasn't interested in politics, to tell you the truth. But we have lost respect. I agree with that, Ella. We have lost way too much respect that you should just have for another human being. And like I said, we don't have to agree on everything. But we we can at least we can at least voice those opinions without going so negative. So we never will agree on everything because that's human nature. Exactly. We see things the way we see and maybe the way we want to see them. And all these protests and protests and protests. It's I I've been around a little while and I never in my lifetime saw the nastiness that I am witnessing today, and it's, it's scary. Ella, I'll agree with you on that. It is scary. Thank you so much for the call, Ella. You have a great day. Okay. Ella in West Seneca. Let's go to Anthony in Buffalo. Anthony, good morning. Good morning. Uh, dude, I, 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 uh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I told you, call screener, I, I don't know what fantasy world you're living in. I'm sorry. I know it sounds bad, man, but uh, I've been in, I'm not from this state, and I've been in this state long enough to see so many of your rights and, and, and the, the rights, things just disappear. And people on our side, on the conservative side, you guys in talk radio, you, you bear some blame for this as well. Uh, sitting around and wishing for peace, love, and happiness while the other side just barrels ahead and does whatever. And because of those of you that have kind of sat on your hands and saying kumbaya and wished for better and happier times, they have continued to steamroll. They've gotten everything they've wanted. Now they're branching out. Now their particular form of poison and vitriol and rights and things like that, they're spreading to other states. So while you're wanting things to be nicer and and, and more congeal, uh, the governor's getting what he's want. He should be, you know, be, be abortion, guns, red light laws, uh, driver's license for illegals, you know, he should be in jail. He, he should be in chains right now. But because everybody's saying, well, you know, whatever, he's, he's barreling ahead. You know, now conservatives aren't allowed in the state, and he's not recognizing judges. Uh, what's what's next when they you know when they shut your radio station off because you say something that they don't like? What are you going to do then? I I, I just wonder. Uh, once all free speech or opinions have been squashed by these type of people, you will have uh, you know there'll, there'll be nothing else. 
they'll, they'll be, you know, we've been in this place before during World War II, you know, in Germany. So instead of a, a yellow star, you know, it'll be a, a donkey or R or something like that pinned to your chest. If you think that sounds extreme, well, then maybe driver's license for people that are illegal and they're allowed to vote. That that doesn't sound too far-fetched now, does it? Anthony, it, it does seem uh, – I'll let you go. Thanks for the call. Here's the thing. I disagree with a lot that the governor has done, yes. And I think the judge thing was very petty, and people in his own party are calling him out for the veto. So it's not like all Democrats are just following Governor Cuomo in uh, his veto. They are actually saying, I didn't think it was that extreme. You know, I don't understand the, the, the veto of the bill. But I don't think New York State's going to take away radio license because there's a few commentators that disagree with the governor. Now, if I saw that happening anywhere, okay, then I might start asking some questions. But I don't think that's going to happen. That, that is a bit extreme. And, and yes, I have my disagreements with other things the governor has done. Um, but I don't think the governor belongs in jail just like when people say, oh, Trump should be in handcuffs, he should be in jail. That's just as extreme, saying that one or the other. You know, I have disagreements with the governor. I know a lot of you out there have disagreements with the president. Just because they pass something you don't agree with doesn't mean they should be in jail. It means that it's poor policy. And I would say I think Governor Cuomo has passed a lot of poor policy. And I wish the New York GOP had a better base and could put a better candidate and maybe defeat him in an election. But unfortunately, to this point, the New York Republicans seem to be getting weaker each election. I don't know. Maybe Nick Langworthy can do something. But as of right now, you know, you want to blame Governor Cuomo. And like I said... A lot of things the governor has done with legislation I disagree with. But if the Republicans could put a decent candidate candidate up, maybe we would uh, have a breath of fresh air. But as much as I blame the governor for passing legislation I don't like, I think the New York State Republicans share some of the blame as well. They have put up some weak candidates. And again, just like I said about Kathy Hochul, I'm disappointed that Governor Cuomo to this day has not congratulated David Bellavia on his Medal of Honor. I think that is an all-time petty move. 803-0930, star 930, kindness we're talking about here. Like I said, you can disagree with a politician, but just because they've passed something you think is extreme or don't agree with, does not mean they should be in jail, okay? It means you disagree with them. You'd like to see another candidate actually go up against them and maybe take the governorship away. I'll agree with that. I'm on board with that. Let's start looking for a decent candidate to defeat Andrew Cuomo. I don't think that's going to happen. Just like I, well, I don't want to get, 
I don't want to get too local. 803-0930, star 930, kindness. Look at the phone call we just got. Is there a way we could reword that and not be so negative? Like I said, there's things Anthony said, yes. I am not a fan of, of the green light law. I'm not a fan of a lot of legislation from Governor Cuomo. I think he's putting this state in more and more debt every day. But on the other hand, I don't believe the governor belongs in jail. I would just hope that someone could run against him and maybe take over the governorship. But again, very weak candidates um, in the last election for the Republicans. When we come back, we will talk more about the kindness factor and getting rid of all this hatred just because we disagree with someone here on WBEN. Joe Beamer with you in for Sandy Beach here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Kindness. Let's have less hate in 2020. Let's find a way to express our opinions, but with kindness. Let's go to Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning. Hey, how are you? And how was your holiday? Dan, holiday was well. I couldn't have asked for a better holiday. You know, I had some great gifts, but as I said at the beginning of the show, the best gift is being able to spend the day with those who mean the most to you. I agree 100%. You know, that young lady, uh, Let There Be Peace on Earth, that was like a mid-60s Broadway musical. Uh, It was out at the same time as Climb Every Mountain and all that. Uh, I liked that also. Uh, She's got good taste. Uh, for, For me, however, uh, same message, uh, but it'll date me a little bit. One Tin Soldier by Colvin. Um, I think that that hit a note with everybody years ago, and uh, we have gone so far in a circle that it would hit a note with everybody today. Um, I don't think that we're any different than what we were uh, via 1972. And uh, the question you asked was was very, very interesting, so I had to give it a little thought. And I think the answer to your question about peace and love and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, basically the holidays are really commercialized. But when you think of Hanukkah and you think of Christmas and other religions have uh, very similar messages in their holidays that don't coincide in the same time frame, uh, really, uh, it starts with us as individuals, um, Uh, the people that live down the street from you, uh, the people that you work with. If we took the message of whatever holiday that we celebrate it and we actually practice it, um, a lot of problems could be solved. But I I think in in, in your, uh, the media generation more so than I am, um, when you take a look at the icons of today, Rush Limbaugh, he's made a billion dollars, the most successful talk show host ever, He's not going to change his message. I'm, I'm not saying I agree or I disagree. I'm using him as, as an example because everybody can relate. He's not going to change his message because his message has made him a billion dollars. Uh, Mr. Trump, he's not going to change his message because he's been very successful with it. And, and I guess uh, I would ask everybody to uh, vote for leadership. Um, I think part of the job of a government is to build society uh, to cater to society's needs and and to be a little more uh, selfless Uh, now we're either republican or democrat we have our own agenda we have our own wants and needs and we don't think anything else is more important 
than that. And until we cure that, Joel, uh, it, it might even get worse. But Dan, here's the thing that uh, I find to be interesting. You know, you and I can have these conversations where we rarely agree um, when it's a political discussion. Uh, friends of mine and I have political discussions often. And as you know, I'm a millennial in New York. Believe me, most of my friends politically do not agree with me. And we can have a discussion just fine. Why is it that a lot of people, and it seems more and more people, can't just express their opinion without getting red in the face and, and going ballistic and then having the other person blow up and have and it just turns into an argument that by the end of it has nothing to do with the policy they were arguing over. What is so different between you and I talking and those other people talking? <laughs> the level of maturity. No, it's deeper. I actually have an answer for you. Um, I think life is stressful now, Joe. I think life is expensive. I think work uh, they want more and more and more in less time. I think that we're all walking around with a, a, a degree of stress that had never been there uh, before. And uh, politics might be an excuse. Uh, I don't think we really needed a wick or a match to light the wick to set off a bomb. I think that we have been gradually. That's the reason uh, I'll use fast food. This is kind of a metaphor. When When, when I was very young, you might have went out to dinner once a month, and it was a major thing, okay? Except for McDonald's with Little League, uh, when they opened up McDonald's. Um, we really didn't go out to eat. We stayed at home. We sat at the table. We discussed things. We had to argue over who would wash or dry the dishes and, and who would put them away. Uh, today, we're balancing our day. Uh, a lot of people, they have a full-time job, then they have some type of part-time gig, and they have very little time for themselves or the people that they're supposed to love the most, and then the bills come in the mail, and, and some of it's their own fault because they spend too much money, and some of it's they're just not making enough money, but this is really a pressurized society, and we haven't had anybody uh, really uh, try to change it because, as you pointed out, they say the economy is booming and everything is very profitable. Um, I don't know how to change that because uh, although we all claim to have some type of faith, I, I think money really has become our guy, our, our God, uh, and we strive for it, and everything in our life revolves around it. Well, I would like to think that when I was young, um, my life really revolved around my family, the protections my mother and father tried to uh, give me and the enlightenment that I received in school and from my association with friends whom I actually uh, went and played with. I had to walk down the street, knock on their door, greet their mother, and then we got to go out and play. Hey, Dan, Dan, well said. We're up against the news break. You have yourself a good day. Yep, bye-bye. Bye, Dan. In West Seneca, we'll talk to you after this. Peace train. 
something good has begun. Oh, peace train sounding louder. Ride on the peace train. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Joe Beamer with you talking about peace and kindness and all that stuff while having a difference of opinion when it comes to politics. Hey, before we go any further, I do want to mention today's deal of the day. Get Buffalo's best prime steaks and fresh seafood at Buffalo Chop House. It's all half off with $50 gift cards for just $25. That's a 50% savings at Buffalo Chop House only from Get My Perks. Details at GetMyPerks.com. Remember, the perks to living in western New York are just a few clicks away at GetMyPerks.com. Let's go to Charlie in Williamsville. Charlie, good morning. Good morning, Joe. I've been waiting a while, but I, I think your premise of uh, wanting kindness goes contra to the way this country was founded. I mean, as far back as John Adams and Jefferson, there was vitriol between them. I think they made up on his deathbed, you know, where they were at each other and with, with low, you know, against the party. But right now we're in the middle of uh, it's coming to, I would say, an ideological civil war. I mean, without bullets. But we're at that point. But at one time, there was just newspapers that, you know, printed uh, things that whatever the publisher felt in, in his area was uh, was he wanted to say. Then we had three networks. Now we have cable news outlets and we have uh, and, and the, the Internet threw a monkey wrench in it because then anybody could put anything on the Internet. And now they want to control that. And whoever controls the message or I call it the propaganda, because right now we don't have I don't believe we I don't believe any there are any real journalists anymore who, who aspires to the 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 what journalism is all about, to be objective and just the facts, ma'am. It's everyone has an ideological bent. And that's the propaganda wars that are being played out now. And that's without bullets. But our Constitution was set up to be this way. I mean, to, 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 for us to be this way. So being kind and gentle on the outside, hello, how are you? And then go behind somebody's back is, is, is really ridiculous. I mean, we're, we're, we're in a guerrilla war situation going on now. And what I fear most is that at some point the bullets are going to start to fly because the, 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 the left, you see it with Antifa. On the right, you see it with the supremacists. You know, all the different groups are like are like mobilizing for for a civil war. During the Civil War, you you had the Southern Democrats who wanted to maintain their way of life with slavery, and they were willing to shoot at Fort Sumter. And boom, here we had the Civil War, millions dead. Over then the Republican President Lincoln, who uh, freed slaves, and then we had the Dred Scott laws and Jim Crow laws. People used the Constitution and the, the, the court system to, to pass bogus laws. And that's what our country was set up to do. So this thing about let's be kind is ridiculous. President Trump was the kind of guy, I guess, that tells it like it is, and that's why people both voted for him. And he is, you know, I'm tired of being called a racist because I'm a Caucasian. You wouldn't know that because I told you that because I'm on the radio. You can't see me. But you could kind of figure it out. But I'm not a racist. I just see this going on, and I see it as such ridiculous. The people that call in with this kinder, gentler, forget about it. 
Uh, Charlie, I, I take issue with, with a few things. But first, I, I, I have said, and we had this discussion, I think it was on Monday, that I do think it's dangerous just calling everyone a racist because the word racist is supposed to carry a lot of weight. And when you just use it, calling people who are not racist, racist, a word that is supposed to carry weight doesn't carry the kind of weight. And I think that's very dangerous. But Charlie, I also, I think if we are kinder to each other and we get our differences of opinion across without, without going negative, without being so hate, uh, hate filled towards one another, I, I, we could have a better 2020. Do you really want to go toward the, the direction of a civil war? But that's where it's headed, uh, Joe, because because people are entrenched. You see what the, the left wants to do with, let's say, I'll give you an example out of the blue, Title IX. Well, that's just, uh, you know, great. I, I mean, I, I women are, are equal. Women should be in sports. But t- this use of Title IX, using the, a backdoor to get transgenders into women's sports, how is that? How is that not a, a a a bullet issue for some people? It goes contra to their their ideological beliefs, their religious beliefs, and you when you have people attacking the core of some people's religious beliefs as law now as the law of the land. It, it, it leads to a frustration level that I think what ends up happening is you're not kindler and gentler. You you go for the jugular, and you that's what you think your only alternative is. All right, Charlie in Williamsville, let me say this. I think letting tra- uh, transgenders that used to be guys uh, compete in women's sports in high school is unfair to the women, to the to the girls that compete at that level. So I agree with Charlie on that. Um, but I would hope stuff like that does not lead to a civil war. I hear this a lot, and I see it a lot on, on Facebook. Yes, we have a, a wide range of differences of opinions, but can't we talk them out? And I think we do a good job of talking them out. I, I want to say, I don't think personally we're anywhere close to a civil war. I hope, I, I see people online talking, oh, look, this is uh, setting up a civil war. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. We do have our disagreements and we have been a lot of just hateful talk back and forth. I, I do see that. And it does seem like it's getting more and more negative. But I think that's what it's probably just going to stay at. Just negative talking back and forth. A lot of nasty tweets about people whose policy we don't like. But I'm going to I'm going to say right now. The civil war in this country will never happen. We had it once. That was it. We got rid of something that was very, very uh, negative. It was a bad mark on this country. But we got rid of it. And now I think, yes, we have a lot of hateful talk. But let's compare the two times. All right. Back in the civil war. We had slavery, which is ugly. We never, you know, it's something you're not proud of. It's something you wish you didn't have, you didn't have to cover in history class, but it's something that happened in this country and it was ugly. 2019, we don't have something ugly like slavery. We just have a lot of differences of opinions. And I think some people 
on Twitter, on Facebook, take those differences too far. And they do get nasty personal attacks. And it does get very heated and very, just a lot of hatred going back and forth. But to compare that to the American Civil War, personally, I think that's a stretch. The American Civil War was over states' rights, but it also included slavery, which was an ugly thing. Again, no one likes to go, yeah, and then back uh, in the 1800s, we had slaves in America. No one wants to, no, no one's proud of that moment in American history. But, you know, those things led to a civil war. I don't think in 2019... We have anything that's as nasty and ugly as that. Again, I think if we could just find a way to express our opinions in a kinder, gentler form, still get the opinion out. I'm not saying don't say your opinion. I'm not saying to be shy about your opinion. But there is a nicer way to illustrate what your beliefs are without attacking someone personally. And I wish we could get there. And I've had a few callers, I've had a few texts that say I'm living in a fantasy world, you know, that we can't do that. I don't think that's true. And again, this that's my opinion, and I'm happy to have yours at 8030930. But I don't think it's true that we can't get to a point where we are able to say what we believe and why we disagree with you. But tell me why, what's the reason that it has to get so hate-filled and so personal that I'm looking at tweets back and forth. By the end of the thread, it has nothing to do with the issue they had the disagreement on. Why does it have to get that heated? Hey, you think this, I think this. This is why I think you're wrong. Then you tell me why you think I'm wrong. That's usually how discussions are supposed to go. It's not supposed to go that after I tell you why you think I think you're wrong, you come back to me, you know, with a personal attack. Yeah, Joe, you think I'm wrong? Well, you've gotten quite tubby over the last few months. Ah, come on. I don't want to hear that. I tell myself that in the mirror every day. But you get my point. I hope what I'm saying isn't wrong. I hope that it's not a fantasy that we can be kinder to each other. That politics doesn't have to be so hate-filled. That there doesn't have to be this much negativity over an election year. I hope I'm right. Obviously, I hope I'm right. I think I'm right. If I didn't, I wouldn't be talking, <laughs> I wouldn't be talking about it. But I I hope that we can find a kinder way to illustrate what we're saying. And no, I'm not saying we all have to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. But I'm saying, yeah, have your discussion and, you know, go on your way. Don't bring up something else. Don't make it personal. Have your discussion. Shake hands. Smile. If you're friends, go out for a drink. 
grab a cup of coffee. But to lose friends, to lose family members over politics, to go on a social media and see someone just attacking you because of something you said, but not attacking what you said, attacking you personally for something you said that they disagreed with. We can get past that. I don't think that's a fantasy. And I appreciate your opinion. I appreciate the text. I appreciate the calls. But I don't think that's a fantasy. I think we can get past personal attacks and just focus on policy issues, policy differences, differences of opinion. And I do believe we can get to a point where we respect someone. We might not agree with what they're saying. And yes, we might think what they're saying is absolutely crazy. But does that mean we have to call them a bunch of names? We have to continuously go after them personally? I don't think so. I think we can illustrate what we think. We can illustrate our opinion as I'm doing so. But not make them feel any less. Not make them hurt because we disagree with their opinion. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is a fantasy, Frank. Maybe it is. Frank, we're going to just go to 55. Let's go to Kathy in South Buffalo. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Good show. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, yes. All of the above. All of the above, yes. What I wanted to say is I think all of this hate is insane. Donald Trump, is going, we're, he's going to be in our lives for either another year or five years. And after that, he will be gone, the same way as Bush and Trump, uh, uh, Johnson and Eisenhower and all the rest of them. They're here for eight years at most. And then they're gone out of your lives. Why would you lose a good friend that you've had for 5, 10, 15 years because of, of they like chocolate ice cream and you like vanilla? What is wrong with people? And I think the main thing, all this hatred and animosity and evilness, is because these people are online or whatever the electronic is, saying all kinds of things because they're alone in their house, they're not looking into someone's face, and they can say all kinds of horrible things. If they had to look in the person's eyes, they wouldn't be saying that. They may be annoyed, aggravated, but they're not going to be so absolutely horrid to another person, someone they've known forever, because they like Trump and you don't. I mean, it's insanity. I have one, my very best friend hates Trump to the point of foaming at the mouth. I love Trump. I wouldn't bring the word Trump up in a conversation. You'd have to cut my tongue out. There is nothing that I would say about Trump that would risk my friendship with her. I can't believe people think so little of people they call friends and say the things they do. What is wrong with them? I hear you, Kathy. Good way to end the show, Kathy. Thanks. Kathy in South Buffalo. That's what it's all about. And you know what? Next time you're having a conversation about politics with someone who doesn't agree with you, Just try to keep it civil. 
And yes, at the end of it, say something kind or go out for a cup of coffee or go out for a drink. You know, okay, we had this disagreement. Let's talk about the Bills beating the Texans and getting to the second round of the playoffs. How about we do that? Just try to be a little kinder. Bring that warm, fuzzy holiday feeling with you into the new year. But a texter said, Joe, keep dreaming. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm living in a fantasy world. Hey, I want to thank you. The day after Christmas, I want to thank you for taking a few hours out, listening this morning, um, December 26th, and having a full bank of calls. You guys truly are amazing. I love this audience. I love being able to sit here and talk to you. And tomorrow's Friday. So, yes, it's the Joe Beamer Friday show. I'll be back here. We will uh, have another entertaining and educational topic for you then. Rush is next. Caputo after that. I hope you all have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 